family must start with strong marriage. The world has messed up the basic unit. Family is centered in that which is called a home. A house is not a home. It's not a home. It's not a home. Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast. This is Big BJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about relationships. We're going to talk about our Chicago brother, Kanye, as he drops a video. And, um, man, you know, the vid is powerful, man. That video is powerful, right? It's just that, uh, oh, man, you know, um, Kimye and create a narrative that's not the narrative that God wants. Yeah, right. come on, that's right. The narrative that God wants is for you to see that everything can be redeemed. In all these relationships, we've made mistakes. I've made mistakes. I've publicly done things that were not acceptable as a husband. But right now, today, for whatever reason, I didn't know I was going to be standing right here. I didn't know I was going to be in front of this mic. But I'm here to change that narrative. I'm not letting E write the narrative of my family. I'm not letting Hulu write the narrative of my family. I'm not letting Disney write the narrative of my family. I am the priest of my home. I am the priest of my home. I am the priest of my home. I have to be next to my children as much as possible. So when I'm out the house, I got a house right next to the house. I'm doing everything to be right next to the situation. Right next to the situation. I'm trying to express this way in the most sane way possible, the most calm way possible, but I need to be back at home. Why is that? I'm saying it's I because if the enemy can separate Kimye, there's going to be millions of families that feel like that separation is okay. But when the kingdom, when God, who is already one and is so, brings Kimye together, there's going to be millions of families that are going to be influenced and see that they can overcome the work as a separation of trauma of the devil that's used to capitalize and keep people in misery while people stand step over homeless people to go to the Gucci store. It's just a beautiful thing, right? It's just something to see, you know, that, um, you know, once you watch this video, and we're going to watch it on this program, right? We're going to air it on this podcast. Um, you know, all I can say is that, um, you know, shout out to our brother, Kanye West, our Midwest brother. Um, it's just a couple of guys that come to mind when I think about entertainment, right? And it's just the two guys I think about is Will Smith and Kanye West, right? Because when we talk about Kanye right now, you can see the screen that's in front of us. If you're not, it don't matter because you know, you know, your brother VJ is going to read it to you. But uh, in BuzzFeedNews.com, they have like many captions talking about Kim and Kanye. And one of the captions is Kanye went on to share that he wanted to change the narrative of his and Kim failed marriage before seemingly pleading to be back home with his kids. You know, 
here on Real Black Content is Forum Podcast, right? We are big on marriage. Um, we don't get in the technical details about marriage as far as, because you know, the science behind marriage is that uh, most married men live longer and they live more productive lives. And there's something about having a wife, it makes you more focused, right? Um, you know, also on Real Black Content is Forum Podcast, the only solution to healing, uh, correcting, repairing the black community is um, is religion, right? The only religion, which is a duty, the only religion that can save the black community is the institution of marriage, right? There's nothing else. Our people didn't tried everything else. We didn't try sit-ins and marchings, and we didn't try um, Mormonism, and we Jehovah Witnesses, and we we're Southern Baptists, and we're Methodists, and we uh, we Pentecostal, and we Protestants, and then you know we couldn't sit in the front with the devil, so now we got to sit in the balcony. So we AME now, and then you know after we AME. Uh, we're we're Muslims, you know. We're bumping our head on the ground five times a day. We're not eating that pork chop no more, you know. What I'm talking about we putting the swine up, you know. The swine can't make the dime, you know. What I'm talking about no more porky pig. And then you got us uh, on the flip side. Uh, we go to Arabia and come back, and when we came back, we're Hebrews, right? So we didn't <laughs> like we didn't try it about every ideology on the planet, and now you know everybody's a black Indian. Right, that's that's the newest thing. Like everybody is a black Indian, and um, you know, he on real black content is foreign podcast. We do the history, right? We do the knowledge. We talk about the history and legacy and genealogy of the American Negro. But sometimes we take this information on us as black men, especially as a new religion. Right? It's like this is something new that's gonna save our people. Right? This is something you know we're Indians. We was always here, and this and that, and we built the mounds, and yeah, all of that is cool. Right, all of that is cool. But if your household is in shambles, black man, if your relationship is no good, black man, I don't care what you learn, what science, what discipline, uh, what kind of degree that you got. If you can't maintain a successful relationship with the black woman, it don't mean nothing. If you cannot maintain a successful relationship with your wife, I don't care what you know, man, it don't mean nothing. You can't save that community and everybody's single parents and they're doing what they want to do. It's just not going to work. We tried that already. Government can't save you. Government didn't give you everything. This United States government didn't give you some hell. But the little piece of heaven that you say that you want it, this devil government gave you that too. Right? The minute you came out the plantation, everything you begged that devil for, he gave you. You want to sit in the counter with him and his lunch counters and Go in his businesses and sit up in his restaurants and all his establishment. He let you. You want to ride up and down on his buses? He let you. You want to sleep in his hotels? He let you. You say, we need some more power. You know, I need some more power. I need some more information. Boss, we need to go to your schools. He let you. Say, well, you can go in our school. You can sit right next to my son. So now you're in the school with the devil now. You say this ain't this ain't we need more than this. We need to live because uh we learn in one way and we live in some we live in something else. We need to live right. So the devil said, Well, you can stay right next to us. He gave you that too. 
You can come to our grocery stores. You ain't got to make your own. You can come to ours. You wanted that so bad, he gave it to you. Right? You could have kept picking some cotton for yourself. You could have created an economy out of cotton yourself. You didn't. He stopped messing with the cotton so much, you stopped messing with the cotton. Even though I can show you some history lessons on you had the cotton before him. But maybe that's a different story for a different day, right? Because we just talk about relationships, right? But believe it or not, you've been the face of cotton. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your face was on the money, right? I know they, they promise you they're going to put you on the $20 bill and you see all those devils on the dollars. But um, see that American Negro is already on United States currency. I think it's George Washington Carver. He's on the, uh, the 50 cent piece, right? He been there. But maybe that's a different story for a different day because we just talking about relationships, right? We just, you know, we, ah, you know, things have changed when we get our face on some money. Man, your face been on the money since this country. Before the country was a country, your face was the money. <laughs> and again, the last time I checked, George Washington Carver is an American Negro. He been on the 50 cent piece. But maybe you just want, I need to be on the bigger bill, right? I, I Put us on the bigger bill, boss. Well, you keep asking that man to put you on the bigger bill. He'll put you on the bigger bill. You said you want to be an alderman. He let you. You said you want to be a councilman. He let you. You said we need more power than this, more political power than this. You said you want to be a mayor. He let you. You said you want to be a governor. He let you. Then you had one final last excuse. You said, ah, you know what? You know, it's a ceiling. He just won't. Uh, I, we need to get in the big seat. We need to get in the highest office of the land. And he put Barack and Obama in front of you and he let you. Everything you asked this devil for, Master then gave it to you. Right? Ah, ah, now we need a woman up there. Ah, we got the black man. Now we need a woman. Well, he gave you a woman VP. Oh, big VJ, she don't count. Kamala Harris, that girl's an East Indian. She ain't really black. No, no, no. She's black. She's not an American Negro. She's not a homegrown black American. No, she's not. Uh-uh. She's not that. She is not. She's not a descendant of the plantation. No, she's not. But she is black. She's Negro. In fact, Kamala Harris, see, she's the same as some of y'all grandmoms out there. Right? Because when you go back to British colonial America, right? We're talking about records. We're talking about facts. Now we're talking about scholarship. You think because you went to the government school, you went to public school, that that slave trade had Africans on that boat and only Africans and it did not. That boat had East Indians on it too. You didn't know that, huh? So when Big Mama says she was Indian, we say, what? You know, we have a little joke on this podcast. It's like, well, shit, what, what kind of Indian was she? <laughs> it was some Negroes already here. Right? Was she one of them? Like a Yamasi or something like that? Or was she from the islands? Was she a Garifuni or something like that? Right? I mean, let us know something. Or was she like one of those red Indians? Like a Choctaw, Cherokee, something like that? Was she? Did you have a red Indian, Grandmama? Or was she an East Indian? Because when you sing Indian on that genealogy, you just assumed she was a Cherokee because you looked up and you said, well, the Cherokees live. But maybe that's a different story for a different day. But while we throwing Kamala Harris down, and you know, she's a Democrat. I, I don't rock with no Democrats anyway. I don't know. I don't care where you put none of them folks at. 
but I still like to say this a lot of y'all grandmoms is East Indian too but maybe that's a different story for a different day because again we talking about relationships so what I'm saying is you gonna ask this devil for every single thing and he gave it to you you his best friend you his loyal American Negro but you know what it haven't fixed your neighborhoods it haven't fixed your communities you know what you got to try next the messenger said unity is stronger than an atomic bomb unity in black folks what kind of unity you think he was talking about just a bunch of negroes walking up and down the block holding hands uh-uh we always gonna be different we're gonna think different we're gonna act different what you like to wear i don't like to wear but i like to wear you're not gonna like to wear you know, my religious choice is going to be different than your religious choice. So what unity is he talking about? That man and woman got to be unified. Man, woman, and child got to be in every household at least over the tune of 70%. And then we'll see change overnight. We got to keep our families together. That's what I talk about all the time on this podcast. The black man got to stay with it by any means necessary. You know, you know, if you signed up for the devil's plantation, military plantation, he say no soldier left behind. They can train killers. Dig that now. They're training killers not to leave other killers behind in the battlefield. Dig that. You can't leave your uh, your airman buddy behind or your battle buddy behind or your marine buddy behind or your seaman buddy behind. They train you. You got to Y'all got to. Go together, come back together. Y'all got to stick together because we're on a battlefield out here. Okay, okay, okay. So now let's bring it back to the American Negro. You're on the battlefield out here. You're on the battlefield. You at war. And that war starts with your mind. And now, while you out there in that economic battlefield, fighting for jobs, fighting for resources, what do the home base look like? It got to be energized. It got to be powerful. You got to be able to see that wife when you get back home. You got to fight for your own family. Shout out to Kanye West, beloved. Kanye West is fighting for his family. And it's good that we could see a brother from the west side of Detroit. Pardon me. I almost took him. I almost stole him. I almost stole him. I don't, I don't think I don't think Kanye from West Chicago. I don't think he's from the West Side. I think he's from the South Side, right? I think he's from the South Side because uh you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my cousins, man. My cousins live on the South Side and uh I'm not gonna tell the story about how they threw a house party way back in the G and Kanye was there and Con- that's when Common was popping. Common was there. You know, I don't wanna play oh man, you know, I, I know this famous person that I ain't, I don't wanna play that game because that's not what we're not finna do that, right? You know what I'm talking about? I don't want to tell you no stories about uh, me as a young scrap uh, who I shot dice with as a young man, early 90s. Right now, they're doing a sitcom on these brothers on stars right now. And it's so crazy because I remember, uh, you know, these gentlemen from Dice Games on the West Side. Right, but I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna tell low stories. We just gonna talk about relationships and black love and I'ma say this, you know. Man, I'm just, you know, it's it's humbling, man. It's humbling to see Kanye West as a billionaire 
out the world of hip hop fight for his family because black men need to see that you know he is a great example because he's fighting for a woman hey yo if, if we wanted to be fouled all of us can pull up a sex tape with a shorty he married to and it's like he loved her past that he loved her past that he put a ring on her he got children with her they going through some things he fighting for her god damn man that is an example that is a perfect example of a black American husband right there as far as the male is concerned I don't know nobody fight harder for their marriage than him than like Will Smith it's like Jada Pick and do everything that the brother from the block would have been got rid of her because we poke our chest out about getting rid of our women more than anybody else I don't know nobody I don't see no Jewish men poking their chest out about how they women so disrespectful and they got to get rid of them and they talk too much back. We don't know what Jewish women do. We don't know what Turkish women do. We have no clue. We don't know what these Arabian women in America do. We have no, I don't have an idea what these Chaldean women do, right? I don't even know what these Mexican-American women do. And the whole southwest side of Detroit is filled with essays. Our Chicano brothers over there, are, we, I still don't know. We still don't know. You know, we got Mexicans in the hood on Plymouth where I'm from. But it's not, it's like, you know, I don't want to stereotype nobody. Like, they Mexican, but they ain't really like, they're not like uh, East LA Mexicans. Everybody is in Detroit is like, we like the same over here. We don't really, you know, Hispanics and Negroes is like, this. we don't really get into that shit like they do in LA. When I went to LA, it was different, you know. Um, when I went to Chicago, it was different, you know. The Latinos and the Blacks is not the same when you go to Chicago. It's different over there. That shit is it's not like you start seeing Latin Kings and all this. You're like, yo, what y'all got going on? Like, you know, it's not like this back in the D. We the same. <laughs> this shit get different. You know, coming from the west side of Detroit, we used to go on Fort Street and get the tennis shoes when we was young because they had, you know, they gym shoes. You know, what was faddish on the west is different on the southwest. So we go to e-course and do shopping. We go to Southwest and do shopping. So it's like the Mexicans and the black is the same in Detroit. Like, and then when you go to New York and New Jersey, you know, the Latinos and Negroes is the same over there. You know, it's the same. But when you get to Chicago, that shit start getting different. When you start going further west, it get real different. Like, yo, I went to L.A. It was different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like, you know, maybe that's a different story for a different day. But, God, jeez, it was different over there. I'm like, nah, we don't do this shit back home. We the same back home. But, you know, it is what it is. But going back to the point, you know, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I just, we don't have a clue what's going on with Mexican-American women. Our Puerto Rican sisters. We don't know what's going on with our brown brothers and sisters. Not like that. But shout out to a black man that's fighting for his, though. Shout out to Will Smith for fighting for his. Everybody got a story about how they would have been left Jada alone. She ran around with that young boy. You know what I'm saying? This guy is a, is a hundred million dollar dude. He could have had pretty much any woman on the planet. He fighting for his though. I can salute that. I can respect that because that's the only thing. Will Smith on the second marriage, yo. Shout out to a black man that's fighting to stay in his marriage with a black woman on his second he don't want to be a failed husband twice i feel him on that that's real talk we cannot man if you want to save the hood 
You're not gonna save the single parent life ain't gonna save the hood, black man. You can't be dropping babies all over the place. You got to marry somebody. Pick one of them baby mamas and marry it, man. We finna go into a whole new year. Pick one and marry it and stay with her till y'all hit the grave, dog. That's it. We got to raise these kids. Man, don't you see our children? Yo, I'm gonna tell you the craziest shit. You wanna give your child a great kid a Christmas gift, right? A good New Year's gift. It's nothing like your children running into the room seeing their mom and dad in the same household. It ain't nothing like that. It's nothing like that. Yo, we be bugging, bro. We tripping. That's the greatest gift. Hey, man, let your children, man, when you go to the restaurant and you got small kids and you put that, that child on that high chair, that booster seat. And y'all just, they see mom and dad respecting each other, loving each other. It ain't nothing like that. Black men love pleasure so much, man. They throwing their legacy away for nothing. Black men running around talking about they ain't married. They, wanna, they ain't going to marry none of their baby mamas because they, they need a peace of mind. Don't you know single black males drop dead in their 60s? Goddamn, brother, you had all this freedom, all this fun, all this peace of mind, and you still dropping dead at 60. And then the married black American man is living 10 to 15 years longer than you. How does that work, brother? You know, I'm going to tell you some crazy, crazy talk. You know what? These young men, you know, I look at the rappers that these, you know, these guys that run these record labels, they're smart. You know, you're dealing with the devil. So he's looking 10, 15, 20 years down the line. He's putting uh, people in front of our children to look up to that they, they're not to be respected to look up to. You know, they wouldn't be like respected like that in my generation, right? You know, I like Lil Boosie music. But, you know, this guy got a bunch of kids by a bunch of different women. And we just blow it off in this generation because everything is about the money, Right. So we look at this hip hop generation and you see uh, the kid that always wearing dresses. Damn, I can't say that. It's, it's a bunch of them dudes wearing dresses now. Like everybody's wearing a dress like Kid Cudi and um, the guy, the uh, old time man. I can't think of this young kid name. He wear a dress all the time and he, I can't think of his name right now. Right. Um, I'm trying to think right now, who is the young rapper that's hot? That's on fire. That's a representation of black love, black marriage. Because see, when I came up on hip hop, it was different. These guys had wives when I was coming up, right? Run DMC was on fire, one of the hottest groups in hip hop when I was coming up. But you know, Run had a wife. You, you know what I'm saying? Like LL Cool J was on fire when I was coming up. <laughs> Shit. The ladies love Cool James, but LL always had a wife. Ice T was one of the most gangster rappers we knew. Six in the morning, at cops at my door. Ice T had a wife though. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like we looked up to our rappers, even the rappers that came after them. You know, one of the biggest rap groups of all time is Wu Tang. Yo, we love Meth, but Meth had a wife. You know, we love Big. Big had a wife though. You, you know what I'm saying? Like. We love how Death Row did their thing and all this and all that. But Snoop Dogg, the biggest artist on Death Row, he had a wife. So we looking up to gangster rappers, UGK and all that. But they, Bun B and Pimp had wives. You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't know how to 
these rappers that was running around back in our day, they had a wife with them, bro. It wasn't no bunch of guys running around, just single dudes, just... No, man, they had wisdom with them. And we seen it, you know, we seen Ice Cube always with his wife. We seen it. Now, don't think now, just for a minute, these women just lucky and doing this and doing that, and they just... They lucky to have Ja Rule because Ja Rule on fire, but he had a wife. So it's like these wives had to go through so much. But don't think those rappers ain't going through so much because they on tour all the time and they gone all the time and they doing 30, 40 city tours. They wife getting that itch at the crib too. And you know, um, you know, the laws of karma, they're going to work. I don't care how much money you got. So if you running around as a rap artist and you sowing the seeds of infidelity, those seeds gonna grow back at your crib too. You know what I'm saying? You cutting cats grass all over the country, all over the world. Somebody back at home cutting your grass. Man, those guys weren't throwing their wives away. <laughs> Everybody I named you except for Ice T. All of them got the same wife. Ice T let one wife go, got another one. You know what I'm saying? And then his wife is she get posted all up and she run around with some clown dude. You know what I'm saying? He, you know. He, she kind of got caught up with a hand in the cookie jar. You don't hear nothing about Ice cutting his wife off. And no, nah, man, they redemption. That's the only thing that's gonna keep our people going is redemption. It's marriage that's gonna save the hood, though. We grew up watching Irv Gotti with a wife. We grew up watching Master P. You know, one of the biggest artists with the biggest deals, the biggest CEO. But he had a wife, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, we grew up watching these men with wives, bro. The game didn't change, beloved. Shout out to those that fighting for theirs, man. Yo, they think I be bugging. I'm like, man, I don't care how much. Because we talk about history. I get a lot of comments. I get a lot of comments on relationship too, and YouTube be blocking. But I'm like, beloved, I'm just going to keep it a bean with you. If it's not black love, black marriage, man, you. I don't care what you learning. It's going to turn into a new religion. You know what I'm talking about? Shout out to a billionaire. That is humbling. A billionaire is on the front page of a website saying he want to get back home with his kids. You know what I'm saying? That kid in New York, man, our Puerto Rican brother, he made you lean back. Shout out to Fat Joe. After Fat Joe got through leaning back, though, he went home with his wife. I hate it for these young kids because they ain't got that. They ain't got that. And every time you look up, this artist is shooting this artist, this artist, this artist fighting this. Hey, I'm, I'm going to tell you some cold shit. We just lost an artist, man. A young brother who, uh, yo, I checked out his music a few times. His name was Young, uh, young Dolph, right? Young Dolph was caught and killed in a neighborhood that his you probably couldn't even catch his wife in. All a black man got to do, the American Negro, is just follow the lead of his wife. You know what I'm saying? If you can't move around there with your wife and kids and big mama, big mama is always the test. If you can't take your grandmama to some of these places, you probably don't need to be there. Which is, that's pretty sad. You know what I'm talking about? And it's coming from a man that, you know, shortly I'm going to like, I'm going to run my mother-in-law, uh, you know, I'm going to run her to the bingo game, right? Because that's the, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, they, they, these, uh, I don't want to say old oh, women. You can't never say that about a woman. These mature, you know what I'm saying? These elders, right? These mature women, they like to go to bingo. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what life is all about, beloved. You know what I'm saying? I, I hate that for young dog. He gone, though. And we had a conversation on, about that. And I hate it that I don't like to call my people niggas, man. You know, we like a hundred some podcasts in, a hundred some videos in. I don't like to throw that N word around, but God damn, man. You know, sometimes you try to think about the power of words and you just don't want to put that on your people. But sometimes these niggas be acting like niggas. Not the niggas, like the king version. I'm like niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like the devil's creation. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then, you know. They be more devil than the devil. We had a bad place, beloved, when black women, man, you know, I just had to post a couple of links on a community section, right? Um, that, you know, two black women within the last 30 days was gunned down. One was gunned down in Philadelphia. She was pregnant. She coming from a baby shower. They gunned her down. And then you had couple of weeks back on the east side of Detroit a mother of nine was um, gunned down on her porch she had all the money on her her purse all her jewelry on they just shot her down and we just got to a level where it's like for black women to be safe they got to live among devils they can't even live them you know you know the black man have got so much as the messenger would say so much uh, poison and rust on us that it's you know I couldn't you know I, I wouldn't allow my daughter to live in the hood she got to live in the burbs I don't want to go to sleep worrying about a baby girl going you know you know and then that's the same thing that go for my niece I ain't, I ain't finna worry about my little mook mook if she can make it back and forth to the crib and everything is cool like it's sad to say man but you know I don't, I don't like to see and hear black women living around a bunch of niggas. It's just I just don't like it. And it's we we got, you know, they say, you know, the first step of recovery is admittance. We got to admit the black man has failed in providing a safe neighborhood for his woman and kids. He's failed at that. We got to look in the mirror and say, we haven't provided a safe neighborhood for our women and children. Period. Because first of all, we ain't even in the home. We ain't in the home. We we the only people around that think it's still cool to have baby mamas. And the world is laughing at us. They know it don't work that way. We, we blaming the success of foreigners on the fact that oh the government give them this tax free this tax free that the government give them no 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 that's not why foreigners is winning beloved they can come into your neighborhood and win because they not like you they don't believe in having baby mamas and baby daddies you do and that shit is not working for you and when you see a bunch of kids popping up I ain't got to look at the black woman she don't got no seed I'm an original man I know how this work I can sleep with 10 women. Nobody's asking a black man not to have no sex. But I can sleep with 10 women all in the same month. And none of them would get pregnant because I chose that they do not get pregnant because it's my seed. But if I'm irresponsible with the life-giving force that the universe have gave me, 
I can sleep with those exact same women, lay up in them, drop seed in them, and if half of them be pregnant, if I call them any ovulation period, half of them at least will be pregnant. Now we got five kids, five different women. There's no money for college. So now we got a second generation, maybe a third generation of blue collar workers coming up. That foreigner that's coming right in the same time you came in. He came in with his wife. He going to keep his wife. They dropped their first child. They child and passed you up because they got the resources. His, his money ain't going to this child support household, this child support household. He ain't got two or three households. He got to put child support in. So that means that all of his resources stay in his home. And then his, his first generation, his sons and daughters going to the best schools of education. And then 10 to 15 years later, your children got to make an appointment to, to see the doctor and they're going to see their children. How real is that? How real is that? They're going to catch you at the corner store and get that money up out you. And then when you get sick and you got to make an appointment, because don't act like you don't see all these East Indians, all these Arabs in the hospitals, all of them in the, um, the dock in the box. What they call it, urgent care. They taking over, beloved. Your kids ain't in there. Shamika's in there. Shamika got a plenty sense. Shamika going through nursing school like there's no tomorrow. So now you got foreigners making money and you got devils making money and you got black women. They all becoming nurses all over the place. Damn, you see sisters in transportation. They got them driving trucks. They CNAs. They uh, uh, registered nurses. They uh, LPNs. They took over that medical field. And where the man at? Back home. Blue collar job. At that warehouse. Making 10 to $15 an hour. Which is stretching it because he got he got to pay child support with that. Damn, black man. You going to pay taxes and child support? Jeez. Shout out to Kanye West, man. <laughs> Damn, brother. Somebody got to show us another way in this. <laughs> Shout out to Kanye West, man. We don't want to see a billionaire paying no child support, man. Shout out to Kanye West, man. You know, there was a time that Puffy, right, Sean Combs, uh, black man in America, he paid, he was the highest payer in of United States now. This is record, man. You can look this up. Out of uh, how many people in America? Like 300 million people? Sean Combs was at the top of the list for child support. An artist, an entertainer, a CEO, black man. He was the highest in the whole. It's three hundred million people here. There's billionaires all, all over the place. But he's not. He's not married. You know what I'm saying? He gonna. He just slinging around. He gonna keep it real. He got kids all over the place. He just slinging around. He gonna keep it real. And he was paying more child support than anybody on the face of the country. <laughs> it's cheaper to keep it, beloved. Shout out to Kanye West, bro. Shout out the uh, shout out the Will Smith man. Thank you guys for keeping Black Love together, man. Thank you guys for that. Until next time, man. Peace and Black Power. Thank you guys for just listening, man. We just hanging out. We're gonna talk about some history later, but thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast, man. It's Big VJ. We are gonna get it with you later. Peace. <laughs>